Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. Once again, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Bill. Happy Feast of Souls Day. Indeed. Today is the commemoration of all the faithful departed or All Souls Day. Today, Father's going to um, reflect on the first reading, uh, which we'll read now. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the just are in the hand of God, and no torment shall touch them. They seemed, in the view of the foolish, to be dead. And their passing away was thought an affliction, and their going forth from us utter destruction. But they are in peace. For before men, indeed, they be punished. Yet is their hope full of immortality. Chastised a little, they shall be greatly blessed, because God tried them and found them worthy of himself. As gold in the furnace, he proved them, and as sacrificial offerings, he took them to himself. In the time of their visitation... They shall shine and shall dart about as sparks through stubble. They shall judge nations and rule over peoples, and the Lord shall be their king forever. Those who trust in him shall understand truth, and the faithful shall abide with him in love, because grace and mercy are with his holy ones, and his care is with his elect. Word of the Lord. Good God. Okay, guys. Well, folks, you know, uh, today is a, another just uh, powerful Sort of feast day. It's not a holy day of obligation today, but today is sort of the um, the it's All Souls Day, where we pray for the faithfully departed that uh, are in purgatory, and we call them holy souls because they are holy, uh, but they're just they're not in heaven yet. Uh, I want to first share. Off, it says the souls of the just are in the hands of God, for no one for um, nothing shall torment them. And but they also it also talks about how they need to be purified by a refiner's fire. And um, we have the, the souls of purgatory, as we talked about uh, a little bit on Sunday, are going through a passive purification. That means they're not doing anything. God's doing the work. He's purifying them through this uh, painful yet purifying suffering. Uh, you know, Padre Pio, uh, he used to pray in the choir loft of, of the church where he would celebrate Mass. And one night he saw a young man cleaning uh, the altar in the semi-darkness, and it was at night, and Padre Pio thought this was odd, you know, with someone in the middle of the night cleaning the church. So Padre Pio had never seen before, and he says, what are you doing in the darkness? And Padre Pio, and uh, the man said, I am cleaning the church. Who are you, Padre Pio asked. I used to be a Capuchin novice in this monastery. And my job was to take care of the church and to make sure that the sanctuary and the altar was always clean and well-kept. I did not perform my task well. I am now spending my purgatory here in this church. I need your prayers so I may release from purgatory. And so Padre Pio then prayed for the soul of the young man with great intensity, asking the Lord to release him from purgatory. So sort of a daunting story, uh, but uh, nonetheless, but it, you know we, what happens in purgatory is God makes us perfect so that we may uh, uh, go to heaven. Uh, the catechism states the following. All who die in God's grace and friendship, but still perfectly purified, are indeed assured of their eternal salvation. Okay, so all the souls of purgatory are definitely good to heaven, and, and that's why we call them holy souls. But after death, they undergo purification, so as to achieve the holiness necessary to enter into heaven. And the church gives a name purgatory to this final purification. Okay, um, so what can we do for them? Well, um, I think first, you know, there are today uh, and the next uh, eight days, there are special graces that we can achieve, we can get for the, the souls in purgatory. And um, 
you know, I think the, uh, one of the things is from November 1st, which was yesterday until the 8th, uh, every year on these eight days, the church grants a plenary indulgence. Okay, a plenary indulgence. I can kind of explain a little bit what that is. That can be applied to the souls in purgatory. Okay, so the faithful, that means us, can achieve, uh, can receive this indulgence each of the eight days to apply to a particular soul. That could be a parent, a spouse, a relative, friend, or anyone even unknown who's in purgatory. So this this particular grace is given to the deceased for these these seven days for this week. Now, uh, what 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 one must what 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 must one do to get this plenary indulgence? Well, first of all, let me explain what a plenary indulgence is. So an indulgence is a grace from the church, right? That takes that is um, can really uh, bring. Um, a remission of temporal punishment due to sin. And temporal punishment due to sin is what we would call purgatory. It's for uh, we are being punished for the damage that we did not clean up for our sins. Okay, so uh, there's absolution takes away the sin, but there still is a need to make restitution for what we did wrong, right? So for anything that we didn't sort of uh, clean up the glass from the broken window, God will do it for us, okay, in this, in this purification. And a plenary indulgence, basically, the, the, it's a grace where all that is just cleaned up at once, okay? So um, uh, hypothetically, well, not hypothetically, truly, if someone achieves this plenary indulgence and gives it to the, a soul in purgatory, at that moment, the soul will go to heaven. Like, all, even if they had a thousand years in purgatory, all is forgotten, you know, in a sense, because, and it's a very simple thing we can do. So, here, here's, I'll just talk about this. Number one is, um, is that we devoutly visit a cemetery and pray, if only mentally, for the departed. So, like, just to go to a cemetery and stand in front of a tomb, it could be any tomb, and just pray for that person for a few moments. That's all you need to do, right? The action that needs to be done. Now, there are all other requirements that need, need to be, uh, you have to be in the state of grace while you do this. That means... At the time of the prayer, you cannot be in mortal sin. Okay, it does. There's no plenary indulgence. So that means if you're aware of any serious sin, go to confession first. Um, number two, you have to receive Holy Communion. Okay, uh, before and after within seven days. So if you go to Sunday Mass, it's fine. Okay, you've received that. And also, uh, one must pray an Our Father and a Hail Mary for the Pope's intentions, for his good intentions. Right? We pray for, uh, you know, for his holiness and that he leads us towards God. All right. So um, that's one thing. So you can visit a cemetery on these eight days. Now it might be difficult to do this uh, unless the church has a cemetery right there. Okay. But a lot of churches have a cemetery right there in the, in the front yard or backyard of the church here at St. Joseph's right across the street. So I know father drew after mass is going to lead people across the street. He did last night uh, uh, to say uh, prayers at cemetery. Now, another thing you can do if you can't go to a cemetery is you just go to a church uh, in these seven or eight, seven days and uh, basically visit a church and recite an Our Father and the Creed, okay? Um, and just, you know, just pray for a soul in purgatory. And you can also attain um, a plenary indulgence for the souls in purgatory. So those are, those are that's a special grace for these next few days. So I would say please... You know, take advantage of it and remember the poor souls in purgatory. Now, in general, you know, there's other things we can always do for the souls in purgatory and then work on it this month. Number one, um, 
maybe uh, have have masses said for the holy souls. Okay, so uh, it's a beautiful thing if you know. I know in most churches, you know, they give out these envelopes and you can put down the names of all the deceased. And I know that uh, in most parishes, you know, during the month of November, they'll say today's intentions for the holy souls in purgatory for all souls. Okay, so you know, I mean, it's good to you know. Uh, participate in that but you know but you when you go to mass you can just offer up your mass just intentionally for that per for a different person and in many you know? churches the whole every mass the entire month of november or for the holy soul yeah it could be yeah i i would say many churches yeah it's every mass is for the the holy souls you know so that that is quintess that's quintessentially the, the best the best thing you can do for the souls is have a mass is said and you'll notice many times if not most of the time Almost every mass is offered for someone who's deceased. Now, every once in a while, it could be for the intentions of Bill Winnell or you know, you know, whatever Father Jack or whatever, and that's that's nice. And but many times, if not most, you'll notice like, well, oh, that person passed away a couple of days. Well, what's because of our understanding that the masses are super is super powerful for uh, the souls of purgatory. Padre Pio uh, during mass, he used to see souls go to heaven while he's celebrating mass for them. Like he could actually see that stuff. It's kind of cool. Um, so number two is pray for the Holy souls. Um, you know, I think one of the problems that we have in our culture that is completely averse to any kind of suffering or even the idea of judgment and having to make amends. I mean, we just completely disregard this. There's always that knee jerk reaction to just automatically put someone in heaven, right? Without any sort of thought that this person, you know, although they were good and they were, you know, holy people, so to speak, is that. They, maybe they, there were some imperfections that they had. We all have imperfections, uh, myself first and foremost, is and that these things have to be dealt with. And uh, praying for the holy souls is super important. I would say the rosary is a great thing to pray for the poor souls or or any 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 prayer, you know. Um, or it, here's the other thing. If you have if you're struggling with your plan of life, okay, we've talked about this in past podcasts like you don't want to do your spiritual reading or you're just feeling slothful or you're you know you want to you're, you're kind of struggling at mass and you know or you're just kind of spiritually lazy those are great opportunities to kind of like okay all right i'm going to do this and i know i don't feel like it i'm going to offer this time of prayer which is a little bit painful right now because my body doesn't want to do it uh for the souls of purgatory that is a great powerful offering uh, you want to say anything about that, Bill? No, I, I was actually going to bring that up. Yeah. And uh, number three, offering sacrifices and mortifications. Okay. So, okay. You know, we've talked about this many times in, in you know, throughout the last week, but uh, just little offerings, little, you know, pinpricks. Uh, if you have to take a long drive somewhere and it's just, you know, caught in traffic, uh, you know, works, works kind of difficult that day. The weather is inconvenient. You know, once again, you can offer up the and cheerfully accepting these 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 little pains uh, for the souls in purgatory. And uh, and last but not least is offering up your ordinary daily work. And it's kind of ties in with that. Just just doing things well, because notice in that that story I talked about with Padre Pio, the reason is purgatory is he didn't do his job well. He didn't clean the church well. And so you could say, you know what, I'm going to do this well. For myself, but also for the souls of purgatory that are there because they just didn't do anything well. And they did it, but half-heartedly, or they didn't do it for God, or they sort of uh, did it with tons of imperfections. So uh, this just some thoughts, you know, because one day, you know, we are going to hope 
that someone else will pray for us. And, and I think one of the best things to do in this month is not to forget these poor souls that need our, our prayers so much. And, uh, and, and also just to kind of like really aim for holiness ourselves in that we can to maybe pass over this, this, this process, um, which is possible, right? Okay. But uh, may the souls of the faith we part at the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Amen. All right. May Almighty God bless you all, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.